You are listening to John Gerica on SFM. Delhi Capitals need seven runs from 12 balls in the IPL. Football on the go as well. Esperance Tunis and MC Alga won all. Zamalek lead Tengwith by four goals to one in CAF Champions League. Chelsea lead Crystal Palace 3-0 at half time. And that's about it as far as live scores. More coming up in a moment. My second guest in the program today is marathon swimmer Michelle Weber. She's won the, the Midmar Mile, as you heard. Uh, Michelle, I was asking you before we got cut off there, when, when there's such a small field, knowing it's the top 10, it obviously a completely different vibe from the regular Midmar Mile. So was a little bit more competitive knowing there's such a small field, such an elite field at the front there? Um, yeah, it was very, it was very different going with Bar Mile like that because we're used to almost starting with thousands of swimmers at one go. So, um, we, we only had the 10 of us and we dived off a pontoon how we would at World Champs. So it was very special right. like that. But I mean, yeah, a very strange way of doing with Bar Mile. I mean, we got there with our masks on and had to take it off. And then as soon as we took it off, we stood line, like lined up and then we dove and, yeah, I did the race, but um, yeah, it wasn't very um, bunched up. We were quite quite separated, but um, yeah, very cool race. Um, I hope we can do it again next year. Okay, then you went to the the National Open Water Champs. How did you do there in J Bay? Um, we had our yeah, we had our nationals about a month ago, and that was our first um, round of qualifiers for Olympics. So yeah, and it went well. Um, I was very happy with my performance. Um, um, it was very tricky training through lockdown, but I mean, yeah, I managed to manage to secure my spot for um, our qualifier in June. Okay, so <laughs> talk us through <laughs> the qualifying for the Olympic Games because uh, I, I've seen you. You've you had already half qualified last year, but you couldn't travel. So, how do you actually get to go to Tokyo later? Um, so. We have to, uh, it's going to be top 10 positions, um, and we have to, we're going, to, we're going, we're traveling to Portugal, so, um, that's going to be taking place middle June. Um, we were supposed to go to Japan, but, um, it's been shifted, um, last minute, so yeah, that's what's happening now, and, um, there's already nine spots taken for Olympics, so this is the last qualifier until, yeah, the last qualifier for Olympics. Okay, what do you have to do in the qualifier to, to qualify? Um, we need to come top top nine. Top nine countries. Got... Yeah, the top nine positions qualify for Olympics. It's a very small field um, yeah. of swimmers for open water. We only allow 25 swimmers at the Olympic Games. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, these are the last nine spots that are going to be taken, that are going to take. Are you feeling confident? Yeah. Are you feeling confident? Yes. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't know. Like, I still have to... Do quite a bit of training, but I mean, yeah, we've been putting in the mileage um, uh, after nationals. I took a little bit of a break, so I think I needed my body to rest a bit. But yeah, now picking up training, and yeah, I trust that it'll go well. You know, time is flying for you because you said that the nationals were a month ago. You know, they were only twenty days ago. Eh? Yes, yeah, no, it's definitely. Yeah. I can't believe that we're like almost halfway through the year. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's very strange that it's April already. So. Yeah, um, just trying to put my head down and focus on the games. Michelle Weber, why long-distance swimming? How did all of that start? Um, honestly, I started in, I did a lot of pool swimming when I was younger, and um, I always did the 50s and 100s, and then gradually I started doing the 200s and 400s, and I just started increasing the distances. And um, 
Yeah, just one day my coach came to me and he said, you know, listen, um, it's a bit more miles taking place. Um, you should really just give it a go. So I did the qualifier for that and, mm. yeah, I just got hooked into it. And then I started looking for little open water swims across South Africa and my family and I we would pack up our, like we would pack um, our bags and go away for the weekend and then rest on a Sunday. And then, yeah, over time I just started gradually increasing the distances at each event and then... Yeah, I managed to find myself in a 10 kilometer. <laughs> and and then suddenly you're in the Olympic Games. <laughs> yeah, I'm so weird. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what were the 2016 Games like? It must have been an eye-opening for you. How old were you at the time? Um, I was 19 then. So, sure. um, yeah, it was an incredible experience. I don't think, I mean, it's, yeah, I think it was, it's something every athlete sort of hopes to achieve. And, I mean, I just feel so blessed and honored to have, gotten it at such a young age um and yeah it was it's yeah it was an incredible experience and with the change in the date now for tokyo has that helped or hindered your your performance do you think when if if you had done it last year would you have done better or worse than if you're doing it this year um honestly it's hard to say but i mean i must i think looking at the performances across all disciplines i think Everyone sort of just needed a break. I mean, um, the pool nationals are happening now, and honestly, the South African swimmers are just flying. They are looking so strong and so fast. I mean, even internationally, it's in, it's insane to see how fast everyone's swimming. So, you know, I think Olympics is going to be, you know, hopefully if it takes place and if everything goes ahead, I think it's going to be a very fast game. Um, so, you know, I definitely also just feel a lot stronger and just mentally, I think, I think we all just needed a bit of a break, but I mean, it's so it's just yeah, it's amazing that we can we can look forward to it. And, yeah, I think yeah, just see what happens. We spoke to Christine Ress. I don't know how much of that interview you heard. It was her first Robin Island crossing. For her, oh, yeah. that was like a big goal. For you, swimming ten k's is what you do on a Tuesday. So, <laughs> tips and advice for somebody who who thinks maybe Robin Island is a swim. It might be on the bucket list. What do you suggest? What's the best way to get there? Um, I would say I would say set a goal. Um, set weekly goals. Um, depending on how far you can swim in the pool right now. I mean, if it's only two kilometers, then try get in the water about three or four times a week and then gradually increase your distances each week. So, I mean, say first week you could do two Ks as a session and the next week two and a half to three Ks. And then, um, yeah, I mean, slowly, I mean, set weekly goals and try and achieve those. Um, the big thing about Robin Island is I think the water temperature is just a lot colder to what a lot of people are used to. So, I mean, you have to prepare for that as well. So, I always like saying um, look for small open water swims that you can do and just, just get used to that cold water and swimming swimming in the open water as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, and be prepared for sharks. <laughs> yeah, there's no sharks. I've spoken to so I've only done the, I've only done the swim once and I spoke to so many people before I got in the water and they <laughs> guaranteed there weren't any sharks and... Yeah, I had I had a good I had a good support crew as well. So they, I just told them before the time I was like, please, I can't for sharks. Yeah. And they, they if, were like, no, even it's if just, you see it, fine. even if you see a shark, I don't want to know about it. <laughs> I did a swim the other day and I found out there was a massive stingray um, during the race, and I was like, if I knew that, I would not have gone in the water. But yeah, that's that's just, that's part of open water, and I think that's just the whole adventure side mm. of it.
What's it like in the sea? We hear terrible stories about pollution and things in the sea. Is it is it fine to swim in the sea, or is it is it is it not as idyllic as one imagines? Honestly, um, I mean, it's yeah, it's very sad to see what's going on. Um, you know, just how our waters are, and you know everything that's going on at the moment. But I mean, it's still it's still beautiful getting in the water. I mean, it's mm. I've never swum an open water race where I felt. Um, I felt, I mean, claustrophobic or anything. I just feel a lot free. And it's, I mean, it's, it's beautiful swimming in the ocean. I would honestly recommend it to anyone. All right. I'll have to give it a go. But yeah, you were talking about those little, those little goals. Mine is to do a length of the gym pool. And then we'll talk. <laughs> okay. Well, it's a start. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can do your 2Ks. I'm going to do 25 meters. <laughs> Sounds good. Michelle Weber, thank you very much for joining us. Thank Good luck at, at everything leading up to the Olympic Games. We hope to see you in national colors again. Awesome. Thank you, John. Cheers. Michelle Weber. Sport Tracks on SAFM with John Kariga. With John, John, John Kariga. Let's talk to the men's winner of the Midmar Mile. Also, I think, has Olympic ambitions. Michael McGlynn joins us. First of all, congratulations, Michael. How's it, John? How are you? Uh, um, thank you so much. 17 minutes 55. Are you happy with your Midmar time? Um, very happy. Uh, can't complain. I know we don't look too much at time and open order. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a, a great swim. It was only, what, five years ago that you did your first one. Was there a Midmar last year? So does it only count as your fifth one or your fourth one? Um, I think, well, in the men's 14 to 30 category, uh, I'm not too sure. I think... Yeah, this could be my fourth or fifth one. Um, I won it last year, so going into the race was a little different this year, being defending champion. Um, but yeah, I was thankful to just keep it together. You might not look at time, but to know that you won by 30 seconds must make you feel good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. There haven't been small wins, but uh, I'm very thankful that uh, I really had I really had a great history with the Midmar Mile. Um, you know, I never actually won it at all in the 13 and under, so that's still kind of, I was actually talking about it the other day, but um, I've had very uh, good results in the men's swim. I think, it, I think it's just I came into my own and yeah. What is it about the Midmar that that's stands out from everything else? Again, I'm asking as a non-swimmer, is, it, is the Midmar the comrades and the, the Cape Town cycle tour of swimming? Um, I would say it is. Um, I mean, I can't ask everyone to swim 90 kilometers <laughs> uh, like the comrades yeah. or run as, you know, swim 40Ks like the marathon or anything like that. Mm. But uh, I definitely do believe that the mile is the perfect distance for everyone, for competitive athletes or for family or, you know, for anyone aspiring to meet their daily or weekly or monthly goals. And, yeah, it's just a great event. And I know Wayne Ridden does a great job organizing it every year. Now, Michelle has Olympic ambitions. What are your ambitions now, Michael? <laughs> Definitely Olympics. Um, been training for a long time to try uh make the Olympic team. Um, I've been wanting to go to the Olympics since I was 12 years old um, mm. and watching the London Olympics. So that really opened my eyes. Um, I just can't believe we're here already. <laughs> time flies. Again, I'm going to ask the same question that I asked Michelle. The, the year's delay, has that helped or hindered you? Um. I think it's hindered the, the training part of things that we've been hopping, well, for me in Durban, I've been hopping many different pools in terms of trying to train and, and 
obviously COVID hasn't made things easier for anybody. Um, but on the mental side, I think the year wait has been better for me. Um, so it's about just, you know, putting that mental with the physical now and just, you know, especially moving forward. Yeah, Michelle was saying there was this almost like a mental break has helped her. Same thing you're saying. Yeah, I definitely believe the mental break was good. Um, yeah, I mean, I might not have been as ready as I am now for Olympics last year. Um, mm-hmm. but more mature now to just deal with all the things that come at you. Um, but yeah, staying positive and hopefully I can do it this year. Have you got the same qualifying process that Michelle has to go through? Uh, yes, I got the same qualifying process in the 10 kilometer. Okay. Uh, what, are your, what are your hopes and dreams? Nobody enters an Olympic Games wanting to just be there. So what do, what do you hope to get out of it at the end? Um, well, hopefully just to fulfill my, my childhood dreams first. I'm not going okay, to say... To be there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say anything else than that. But uh, to, to <sighs> part- I know the most important thing at the Olympics is to participate. So that's hopefully what I'm trying to do. Um, right. It was definitely difficult trying to uh, regain my Olympic spot because obviously we had that taken away from us. Um, mm. And we had to redo our qualifying trials and... No, that was definitely difficult. But, you know, thankfully I was able to keep it together and get my spot back again. Sometimes a little bit of anger doesn't hurt when you're competing, does it? No, I wasn't, I wasn't angry. I was just more shocked. Um, yeah, you, know. you were a little angry. Come on, you were a little angry. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so <laughs> that, 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 that's being able to walk into the stadium with Team South Africa in Team Colours, that's... I mean, that's that's every little boy's sports boy's dream to be able to do that. That's that's where you want to be. You see yourself doing that in a few months' time. Yes, definitely. Um, I didn't think it was going to be in the race that I'm going for. Um, I was going for the 800 freestyle, um, but plans ch- kind of changed late 2019 for me. Um, and then, yeah, I entered this race, and it's been going great so far. Um, yeah, but definitely want to walk into that stadium one day. <laughs> It it's a big change from long distance eight hundreds eight hundreds long, but it's 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 not the big ones that you're doing at the moment. Yeah, so I mean, I remember growing up never wanting to swim a ten kilometer ever because I mean, who wants to swim ten k's so far? <laughs> yeah. um, and then you know, I think it was just with the time and the taper and uh, other factors that I, I, I switched um, at the last minute, really. Um, but I mean, for me, I'm a freestyle swimmer, so I play with all the distances. Um, so it was, if I did the training for it, I knew I'd be okay. 103 days to the start of the Olympic Games. What do you have to do between now and then? Um, pray that everything goes well <laughs> um, and runs okay. Uh, and definitely you know, get in the pool and, and stay motivated. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, I find that amazing that a, that a potential Olympic athlete still needs to stay motivated. That's something that, that I would need to do to be able to go swimming every day because of life that gets in the way. Why do you need to stay motivated? What do you mean by stay motivated? Well, I mean, it was, it was a little different, you know, before, um, you know, I guess before winning because it's a very different thing um, when you haven't won and you've got nothing to lose versus when you have won and you've got pressure to either defend or, or anything like that. Um, mm. So I just going into Olympics, it's not like I'm defending champion or anything. So it's, it's, it's a basically <laughs> on the climb again. Um, so there's, there should be like 
how it was back in the day with like as a kid you know you you're training hard and, and you're going for, for for great things and mm. yeah i guess just stay motivated on the constant grind you know it's, it's a lot of training it's it's mentally physically emotionally spiritually taxing um but yeah i'm i'm not gonna lie about that it's very difficult um but yeah i just pray my way through it honestly <laughs> And, and what was it? Michelle was telling us what it was like to swim the Midmar, small field, uh, back to the Midmar. What what was it like for you to swim the Midmar with uh, an elite field like that and just you guys at the event? Oh, it was definitely different. Um, I remember 20 of us lining up um, on our numbers because they're following the social distancing protocols. Um, Midmar was great with that. Um, I remember starting on number one and then it was kind of like a little omen before I jumped in. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was very professional, and yeah, big thank you to Midmar again. Um, you know, they always pull out all the stops every year, and you know, this year was no different. Okay, how many wins on the trot do you have at the Midmar? Uh, two wins now. Uh, that was my second okay. win. Um, any more? <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. Um, I'm just trying to see what I can do. Uh, um, people keep asking me, "Are you going for the record? Are you going for the record?" And um, which is seven wins, and I, I'm not at all. <laughs> I'm just going for as much as I can do. Um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, we're gonna we'll we'll talk in four years' time after your sixth win in a row, and then we'll see what you say. <laughs> I think that's fair. All right, is that a deal? That's a deal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good luck to you, and hopefully we'll see you. As I said to Michelle, hopefully we see you in South African colours walking into that stadium in Japan. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on the show. Michael McGlynn, swimmer, a mid-mile mile winner, and hopefully going to the Olympic Games. Good luck to him and Michelle as well. Long-distance swimmers, it's something special.